Welcome to the Wall Street Journal for Friday, August 18th, 2017 from Audible. Today, you'll hear these five stories. The new right-wing extremism, unified, tech-savvy, and emboldened. Why savvy U.S. flyers take Air Canada. China tech workers wanted, women need not apply. Apple readies $1 billion war chest for Hollywood programming. And in new political status quo, big business bucks the right. From the U.S. section of the Wall Street Journal, the new right-wing extremism, unified, tech-savvy, and emboldened, by Dan Frosch, Cameron McWhorter, and Ben Kesling. The white nationalist drove from South Carolina. The self-described patriot trekked from Tennessee. The college student espousing white pride flew in from Nevada. The right-wing extremist movement, which until recently was fragmented by division, starved for members and lacking steady leadership, rarely was capable of uniting its forces as it did last weekend. The mayhem in Charlottesville, Virginia was a signal that even if not numerous, these groups are unifying. Patrick Laporte IV, 35 years old, a white nationalist from South Carolina who attended the rally, said he was drawn to the event even though there wasn't a single group driving the charge, but rather a loose conglomeration of like-minded people connected on social media. Mr. Laporte, who brought a mouth guard with him for protection in the event of a brawl, said he isn't bothered when people call him a Nazi, though if he were to label himself, he would say he subscribes to white identity. In the past, he said, white nationalists might have been scared of showing their faces. For many, he said, those days are over. For law enforcement officials and others who have long tracked the extremist groups that descended on Charlottesville, the attendance of so many disparate elements made the gathering a watershed. While only several hundred people showed up, far fewer than the tens of thousands who have gathered to demonstrate against President Donald Trump or support immigrant and women's rights, it was among the largest gatherings of its kind in decades. Among the factors driving this new cooperation, a web-driven rebranding of white nationalism that has broadened its reach and allowed groups to work together, a wave of new young leaders that helped bridge old divisions, and Mr. Trump's remarks on immigrants, Muslims, and media bias, which have left such groups feeling emboldened. Michael German, a former Federal Bureau of Investigation agent who worked undercover in white supremacist and neo-Nazi groups in California and Washington during the 1990s, said back then they were so antagonistic toward each other that anyone joining one group was barred from others. The weekend rally showed that attendees, including white nationalists, neo-Nazis, and other groups including self-described defenders of Southern heritage and the First Amendment, were willing to put aside ideological differences to get behind a platform designed to appeal to the Trump administration, which they perceive as sympathetic to their causes, he said. What we've seen is that these groups are coming together and are maximizing their opportunity to get their point of view across, he said, not just to the nation, but to actually influence policy. Many leaders of the movement backed Mr. Trump during his campaign and continue to back his leadership and support his disdain for the media. Eli Mosley, director of events for Identity Europa, a group describing itself as a generation of awakened Europeans and one of the Charlottesville rally's organizers, said Mr. Trump gave groups like his a megaphone for their message and ideas. I would say Trump is not one of us, however, he does have an implicit sense of white identity, he said. Maybe he doesn't realize it, but he's distinctly implying it. The Charlottesville rally, dubbed Unite the Right, was organized to protest the removal of a statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee. It quickly descended into violence. A car driven by an Ohio man with a history of sympathizing with Nazis plowed into a crowd, killing a woman and injuring 19 others. 
Two police officers who were monitoring the rally also died Saturday when their helicopter crashed. It was the latest expression of an extremism that has flared throughout American history, especially during periods of social, economic, and political stress. In the 1910s and 1920s, the revived Ku Klux Klan drew millions. During the Great Depression, the German-American Bund, a Nazi organization, drew supporters with attacks on leftists and Jews. Splinter groups of the KKK and other white nationalist organizations committed violence against civil rights workers and blacks during the 1950s and 1960s. By the 1970s, white nationalist groups were splintered and small, yet still showed a propensity for violence. The 1995 Oklahoma City bombing, in which the main conspirator had been influenced by white supremacist and anti-government ideas, killed 168 people and led to a prolonged FBI crackdown. Many followers of those groups operated on the edges of criminality, said Kathleen Blee, a University of Pittsburgh sociologist who has written books about the Ku Klux Klan, so it became easy for law enforcement to turn followers into informants. The Charlottesville gathering, she said, was one of the first cases where people from old racist movements, the David Dukes, came together with the new alt-right in a common project. It's remarkable that they could pull together this event. Alt-right is a catch-all phrase for far-right groups that embrace tenets of white supremacy or reject mainstream conservatism. Social media effect. The loose agglomeration has coalesced on social media. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and online chat rooms. I can punch a button and have a message out to 10,000 people immediately, said Preston Wigginton, 52, who recently announced a White Lives Matter forum on September 11th at Texas A&M University until the university canceled it on Monday. Mr. Wigginton said groups such as his are starting to work closely with similar organizations. Meetings like Charlottesville show there is an uprising underway by whites against displacement and marginalization caused by diversity and multiculturalism.